Welcome, dear friends, to Kardec Radio in our Immortal Messages program at 11 p.m. Immortal Messages is a program based on the book Psychophonic Instructions. Several spirits came through Chico Xavier through his speaking mediumship to deliver. Messages that are educating us. We are being instructed and with this instruction, we are boosting our immortal education. Today, a message by Dr. Diaz da Cruz comes to talk about the therapeutics of prayer or the ther prayer therapy. You know the power of prayer. Several scientific studies, especially the ones led by Dr. Harry Canning from Duke University, show to us that prayer is very important, very powerful. Even Dr. Heber Benson at Harvard University, whom we've interviewed many years ago at Cardiac Radio, and you can listen to it in our podcasts in the series Health and Spirituality, he showed to us that prayer, as much as meditation and other things, boosting us this relaxation response that is so beneficial that it changes our gene expression and thus our health. Today, Dr. Diaz da Cruz comes, as Arnaldo Rocha says, on May 19, 1955. He talks about obsession throughout the messages, messages we've studied yet before, mental fixation, mental vampirism, and others. Now he comes to talk about the therapeutics of prayer or the prayer therapy. But before we begin, I want to recall who he is. He was a Brazilian homeopathic doctor who became a spiritist in Brazil, friends with Dr. Bezerra de Menezes, and he left a legacy for us. He's still operating in the spiritual realm, helping many around the world. Dr. Diaz da Cruz comes today to talk about how important it is to pray. Are you ready, friends? Yes, we need to be ready because this is of ultimate importance. Let us read and study this message together. He begins by saying, In the treatment of obsession, it is necessary to emphasize the therapy of prayer as a valuable element of introduction to healing. We are not unaware that psychiatry, a new science in the medical world, although theorized in hospices, was only embodied in the practice that defines it in the battlefields of the present century. Called to emergency room since the Japanese-Russian conflict, psychiatrists have run into numerous problems of traumatic neurosis, identifying the strangest disorders of imagination and using the word of understanding and sympathy as priceless psychotherapeutic resources. That is why in modern psychoanalysis, we currently have the psychology of outburst as a regenerating medication. The patient's confession is like expelling 
toxic residues from the mental life. And the advice of the competent expert acts by giving new forms of thought in support of the diseased brain. We invoke a similar point to configure in the human struggle through evolutionary combat in which thousands of souls fall daily in the intricacies of their own emotional complications. Entering without detriment, painful processes of obsession, delaying our progress through the unbalanced thoughts with which they juxtapose to our inner life. It is for this reason that we see both in earthly circles and in the lower regions of spiritual life, the hallucination illnesses that extend in the mind to the magnetic command of the powers of shadow with which we are attuned. And the technique of the intelligences that exploit our psychic mental asset is invariably based on telepathic communion. The one in which they implement on others that attune with them the disturbing mental creations capable of assuring the continuity of vampirization. Therefore, attention to the psychogenesis of these cases of spiritual disharmony, almost always formed by the conscious or unconscious influence or unhappy, discarnate or incarnate entities that associate with us in daily experience. We resort to prayer as an element of a connection with the higher planes exhorting the protection of the divine messengers whose sublime thinking can suddenly create new mental, mental motives for us and those we propose to help. Let us not forget that we have in prayer our highest source of power because it facilitates our access to the higher power of life. Therefore, in any emergency in aid tasks for our benefit or for the benefit of others, let us not forget the value of prayer in therapy, recalling the wise concept of the Apostle James in verse 16 of chapter 5 in his universal epistle. Pray for one another that you may be healed. For the prayer, <clears throat> excuse me, for the prayer of the righteous soul can do much in its effect. Remember when we talked about the fact that all these messages are compiling the body, the scientific body of spiritism. These messages, they are not repetitive. You may say, oh yeah, I've heard prayer is good. But here, Dr. Diaz da Cruz is dissecting another venue for us as a doctor now a doctor of the soul of the soul he is telling about obsession you know obsession is about this 
persistent negative influence from one mind to another. And it's so subtle that it sometimes seems so friendly. It's like a friend who comes and says, you know, I know you mingle with those people, but you know, they are not very good people. Or, you know, I've heard this of them. It's like that, so subtle, it poisons our minds. Obsession comes little by little, as Emmanuel says, as Andre Louis says, as Kardec says in chapter 23 of the book, the medium's book. It's gradual. When it explodes, it has been coming. So we need to pay attention to what we think and we feel and learn to archive emotions. That's what he's going to talk about. He's going to talk about prayer as a valuable element to healing. Now, he begins by talking about the science, psychiatry. This message was written in 1954, and it was still considered quite young, and he was right. Historically, I'll tell you a little bit about psychiatry. We can tell that it all began by a German psychiatrist, physician, let's say, a German physician in the 19th century. And his name was Christian Rail. He was the first one to coin the term psychiatry, 19th century. Later, for example, in the United States, Benjamin Rush, we'll say a little bit before, right? He was the one that started taking care of these mental illnesses, though not coining the term as psychiatrist, like in 1812. Then, Emil Kreppling, we're going to see in 1896, really starting the categorization of mental illnesses, what we call the taxonomy of mental disorders. So we see that it's not a field that has been coming for centuries. It's quite young. And when this message by Dr. Diaz da Cruz comes in 1955, we know that back then, psychiatry wasn't using the pharmaceutics as it is nowadays. So if you were ending up in an asylum, they would do very little. They still do very little nowadays, but it's more than used to do back then. And it's one of the main fields of medicine that needs a big revolution, of a huge revolution, because the diseases are not in the brain, though they are expressed in the brain, but the brain is not the cause, as we know in spiritism. So he says here, these disorders, he observes psychoanalysis, psychology, observe that talking about what we're feeling is very effective, he's saying. And he's right. As a psychologist, I can tell you, it's a regenerative medication. It is. He says here, when the person, the patient, talks about and expels those toxic residues, 
from the mental life just by bringing it out. You elaborate. By doing that, you are recruiting other areas of your brain to organize emotions, especially if we have, as he says, a competent expert, a good psychologist, a good psychotherapist, to give us new thought forms. You see, this is the trick. And I say this kindly. This is the secret. When we are able to absorb new patterns of thinking, new ways of feeling. So a good psychologist, a good psychotherapist, a good psychiatrist, not the one that says, yeah, I understand you. Yeah, it's so hard. It's the one that says, I understand you. Well, let us check another angle to see a way out of this. And then we propose a new angle and exercises. New thought forms, he says. So did you get it? Write it down. Because you can also work with the therapist of all therapists, Jesus, in his gospel. Open the gospel according to spiritism. If you're feeling something, go to your corner, to your room, and talk to Jesus, saying, you know, this is what I'm feeling. I feel this, that, and the other. And while you wait for the answer, open the gospel, read a message, read the new thought forms that are being proposed in there and see how you can bring that exercise to your heart. The other day, a scholar in Spiritism was saying that we know when we are progressing, when we are aware of what we do and how much it may hurt people. It's called empathy. And it's so true. Because that's what Jesus taught us. This is love. So in this therapeutics, we're going to be healed. Because we come with fixations, conditionings. Dr. Diaz da Cruz is saying how important it is to sit down and talk to an expert and elaborate, and he says more. He says, daily we fall in emotional complications. You see, our problems are in our emotional life. Nobody commits suicide because they lack IQ. No, because there are people who are geniuses IQ-wise, and they may commit suicide. It's because of our emotional life, emotional intelligence, spiritual intelligence. We need to boost our emotional intelligence. How? By learning the dynamics. He says here, our emotional complications daily make us enter a range of inferior forces of those from previous lives who are just sneaking out. They are like lurking us. And they begin generating painful processes of obsession. So we have to be careful. 
when we fall in the traps of emotions that are complicated. Anger, impatience, intolerance, envy, feelings of inferiority, of worthless. Careful, because he says we're going to be associated those who are waiting for those moments, they come and they embrace us. And through the unbalanced thoughts, they start living with us and creating this increased obsession. So he says here, it is for this, this reason that we see both on earth and in the spiritual realm. Hallucination diseases. Diseases of the mind. Diseases of the mind. Mental illnesses. That extend into the mind to the magnetic command of the powers of the shadow. He's talking about obsessions, which is so common. And he says more. The technique of these obsessors is telepathic. They use Wi-Fi. They don't need to be seated next to you or to me. They can be miles away, literally in another dimension, but emanating to us precisely those rays of sick thoughts and feelings. What do you do? You're feeling unsettled? Sit down. Pray. Open a book. Pray. Take a shower. Pray. Walk in nature. Pray. And say, God, I need your help. Please don't let me fall in the traps of this attunement. And he talks about this telepathic communion that will create disturbing mental creations and vampirize our energies. Many people are sick or they get sick because they are already in the process of vampirization. It's when an entity comes and sucks our energy. So he says, therefore, attentive to the psychogenesis, to the origin of these mental processes, of spiritual disharmony, he says, we resort to prayer. He says, in the genesis, the formation of this mental disharmony, we need, whether consciously or unconsciously, because this is happening, whether we are aware of it or not. So that's why self-knowledge is so important. Self-observance daily. If you spend days without inner reflection, we're going to start creating traps for ourselves. That's why St. Augustine says that daily before going to bed, he revisits the day. Oh, but Vanessa, I'll feel so guilty. 
But where is your compassion for yourself? You're learning to. You need to forgive yourself and say, I will begin anew and go to sleep asking for help. That you'll be taken to the spiritual realm to adjust yourself. That's humility. We need to practice humility. It's when we see our shortcomings and we say, okay, I'm going to begin anew. I say, oh, I see those feelings. They are not beautiful. I'm so sorry, God. But I know with you, and this is a prayer. I know with you, dear God, I can adjust myself. If I go many days without that inner reflection, introspection about myself, I will fail. I will entrap myself in emotional complications, as Dr. Diaz de Cruz is saying, and then complicate my life. So he says we need to resort to prayer as an element of connection with the higher planes. So you see, prayers that connection is like entering the Wi-Fi of the higher planes, and thus exhorting the protection of the divine messengers whose sublime thinking can suddenly create new mental motives for us or those we propose to help. So now he explains the mechanism of this medication, this therapeutics of prayer. He says, when we say a prayer, we're connecting, connecting with the higher planes. We're asking for help. They come, and what do they do? They have sublime thinking. They insert in us new healthy thought forms that will help us. You see how they help us? By making us think in a healthier way. You see where the pathway to medication is? You see why these books are so empowering? Because they are truly therapeutic. They give us new thoughts. Or as Dr. Diaz da Cruz says, new thought forms that are so sublime that will revolutionize our lives. Are you ready to be revolutionized in your life by these teachings? These teachings will tell you when you think, I'm not good enough. And you pray and you're going to say, oh, yes, you are more than enough. You are a child of God. You're precious. And you're going to say, but that person is evil. Ah, uh, we don't think so. That person may be sick. But how about if we pray that they restore their balance? Because it could be us tomorrow. And by doing these exchanges, by taking these mistaken thoughts and feelings, disturbed ones, they come and they wash it out in their sublime thinking. And that's the therapeutics of prayer. Let us not forget that we have in prayer our highest source of power because it facilitates our access to the higher power of life. I will read it again. 
let us not forget that we have in prayer our highest source of power. Our highest source of power. So when we pray, it's not trivial. We need to understand that prayer is truly therapeutic. Yes, prayer therapy. So this is the exercise we're going to propose for the next 24 hours. Okay? Think of prayer as medication. Okay? Take a bottle of water. Put the name prayer. Take it with you. Or a cup. Or a glass of water. Spend some hours with it next to you or in your home somewhere, and write the name prayer. And whenever you feel like you're getting these bubbling emotions, emotional complications, you pray and drink that water. Okay? That's the exercise we are being proposed to do. Take a bottle of water, write the name prayer, a glass of water, write the name prayer, a cup of water, write the name prayer. Vanessa, can I do it with coffee? Yeah, you can. Because we're just associating the habit. So then you, you're there. You're feeling something is coming up. And you start feeling unsettled. And then you open the refrigerator to eat something sweet. No, don't close it. Close it. Pray first. Because you're not going to eat to comfort yourself. Go. Go. Pray. And it doesn't need to be fancy. It's as if you stop in the middle of the hallway of your house and you say, God, I'm feeling this unsettling feelings. I'm feeling this uneasiness. Can you help me, please? I need your help. Oh, Lord, who are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then you keep praying. And then you take your glass of water or tea or coffee, whatever is easy for you, drink it. Allow the good spirits to send to you their sublime thinking that is going to help us create new mental reasons for us in order to be healed. But don't forget, in critical cases, as James, the apostle, says we need to pray a lot for ourselves and for one another. So please join us in a prayer now. Let us pray. Visualizing the whole planet enveloped in a beautiful light. Thank you so much, Dr. Diaz da Cruz for bringing so much wisdom, the certainty that we have a medication at hand always, the power, the power of healing through prayer. So we unite our hearts right now to visualize healing vibrations to the earth. Please, dear Lord of life, Use our own vitality given to you, from you to us 
and multiply by your love. So those who are suffering the most on earth may receive the blessings of your love, the consolation and the relief that they need. And once again, we praise your greatness. And we love you, God. We love you, we love you, we love you. And we thank you for loving us ever since, unconditionally. Thank you for your patience with us and for always investing on us. And we say glory to you, God, as we construct peace on earth, as we exercise goodwill amongst ourselves, and so be it. Thank you, friends. Thank you, Dr. Diaz da Cruz. Thank you, Chico Xavier. So, study this message time and again and do the exercise. This exercise is so powerful. Whenever you feel the bubbling of emotional complications, resort to prayer. Quickly. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't talk to anybody. First pray. Pray. God, I need your help. I need to recycle these emotions. I'm not feeling good about it. I'm unsettled with certain circumstances, but I know you can protect us, guide us, and then drink your water. Wait. New sublime thinking is going to be emitted to you. We wish that this next day that we're going to live together under this therapeutics of prayer be revolutionary, that we discover new things and thus be happier, creating happiness around us. We wish you the very best, dear friends, and God willing, we'll be back tomorrow here at Kardec Radio in one more immortal messages when we're always nourishing our souls. Thank you, friends. <laughs>